This is Sheffield Live. We're open for business live. Good morning and welcome to episode 392 of Business Live here on Sheffield Live FM and DAB Radio online and wherever you get your podcasts. The show is for curious entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs like you with me, Jamie Veach. And today we're talking about mission critical businesses, social enterprises, because mission critical is the title of a new report from... Social Enterprise UK, their new State of Social Enterprise report shows a growing sector that's not only profitable and productive, but truly pioneering, they say, in its impact for people and planet. How? Well, Dean Hoshlaff of Social Enterprise UK will be here to tell us more, but the stats are impressive. There are 131,000 social enterprises across the country. They represent one in 42 of all UK businesses. They have a collective turnover of 78 billion. 3.4% of GDP, with only a small number reporting a decrease in turnover. And they made 1.2 billion in profit in the last financial year, but they reinvested a billion of that to drive progress on their social and environmental missions. Dean will tell us more. They're also major employers, they create jobs for around two two and a half million people, and they uh, many of them operate in the most deprived parts of the fascinating stuff. We will also be covering today brand new funding opportunities for businesses and social enterprises, a consultation, some events and lots, lots more. But let's turn first to today's guest, Dean Hoshlaff, Social Enterprise UK. We're open for Business Live. Dean, thanks ever so much for joining us on the radio show and podcast today. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Good. Very well, thank you. And very excited about something that is mission critical to the UK economy. And regular listeners won't be surprised to hear me say that. We talk about social enterprise all the time. But your new data is fascinating. Tell me a little bit about the results of the State of Social Enterprise UK 2023. Well, this is a really long running report for us here at Social Enterprise UK. We've been running this survey for over a decade. And it, these new figures, again, I think just emphasize the important contribution that social enterprises make to the UK economy, to society, and to our natural environment. So uh, one of the key things that uh, we found this year is that it's a sector that has been consistently growing. Uh, there are now over 131,000 social enterprises operating across the UK. That means one in 42 businesses are a social enterprise. Uh, Despite the very challenging economic conditions, they are managing to get by, which is great to see. Um, And I'll come a little bit more onto that. But in the last year, in the last financial year, we estimate that they have generated over 78 billion in turnover. Of this, 1.2 billion has been generated in profit, and 1 billion of this profit has 1 billion pounds of this profit has been reinvested into addressing the social and environmental missions which are at the heart of these businesses. That's a huge amount of money going towards tackling the most systemic social and environmental challenges facing the UK. Of this 200, sorry. Yes, it it really is. And I think you're going to break it down a little bit. Uh, Please carry on. The only other thing I wanted to add is that £270 million of this has been invested in the UK's most deprived communities. And that is so essential for creating opportunities in left behind areas, allowing them to grow their economies and 
tackle the social issues which they face. So it's great to see social enterprises doing so much, uh, and we hope that they can continue to grow and prosper in the future. Right. So it's really important that in terms of, of that billion invested, 270-odd million is into the most deprived areas. It is it is providing opportunity. It is providing um, employment. It is addressing um, real areas of, of need. And, and we know social enterprises address environmental, social and other challenges. But on the theme of challenges, you mentioned a challenging environment. It is a challenging environment for businesses of all types, for social enterprises. um, There are specific challenges too. How are social enterprises facing up to those challenges? What are they finding most difficult at the moment? Well, I think you you got it absolutely right there. The challenges for social enterprises, some of them are unique, some of them are compounded. We know that this is a difficult economic period. We know that many businesses are struggling, but when you're running a social enterprise, you have to be competitive, you have to be innovative, and at the same time, you have to be thinking about your social and environmental impact. These are additional considerations which can make it a little bit more challenging. Now, we have to say one of the key messages from our new report is that while these businesses have been surviving they're not necessarily thriving they're not reaching the potential that they should be and that we identify several key challenges which they face one of the most persistent challenges and we've seen this in previous years has been access to funding um we know that around 50% of social enterprises reported that they have an insufficient amount of suitable finance available for their organization. 33%, a third, reported that the forms of finance available to their business were unsuitable. Um, And this, I think, reflects an investment environment which, while there are many important players and many that do recognize the value of social enterprise there is still more to be done to gain recognition of what social enterprises need to create the different forms of finance that are more suitable for these organizations and in particular creating opportunities to access long-term patient capital finance which doesn't need to necessarily be repaid in the first year or two and which gives social enterprises a longer time frame to get their feet on the ground establish their business get customers grow their enterprise and start investing in tackling their social problems which they want to confront so that's one of the most biggest and persistent challenges we've seen I saw that in the report and some coverage of the report and the need for that sort of patient capital, long-term capital, appropriate capital as well. Um, And that's really, really interesting. Looking to other ways in which the role of social enterprises could be accelerated from 1 in 42 to many, many more and even bigger proportion. what are your calls for action, whether it's um, if you have the ear of the current government or potentially of a new government, what should we be doing at government level? What should we be doing at regional level as well? Um, what should investors be doing? I mean, putting those call to a- calls to action and any recommendations you have into a sort of succinct short list of bullet points, I'd be very interested to know what they are. 
Well, one big area is procurement. This is something that Social Enterprise UK has been working on for a very long time. Uh, the government introduced the Social Value Act uh, about, about a decade ago, and that's had a really important impact on social enterprises but more could be done in order to ensure that social enterprises are represented in government supply chains not just at the national level but especially the local level um, ensuring that uh, the social value that these businesses are contrib contributing are well recognized and that government is recognizing that when they spend money they can be spending money on businesses uh, that have a social mission and which are looking to not only deliver that service but also looking to create the conditions in which our economy can grow that little bit stronger um and i would add this isn't just something to do with government i mean one thing we'd love to see is more visibility and recognition of social enterprise from consumers customers i mean they are really the life uh, the, the lifeblood of the social enterprise sector customers uh, and just getting that demand there for these businesses. It's about private sector supply chains too. We have a great uh, number of corporate partners at SEUK who are looking to embed social enterprises into their supply chains. And we just want to see a lot more of that. So it, it, there, there's a lot of opportunities at every level um, to stimulate demand for social enterprise. There are, there are indeed, and we all must be part of it, and we're all we're all part of sort of making change happen. I, I, I guess, aren't we? Um, rather than leaving it to other people to do what we say we would like to see, it's, um, it, it's it's really interesting that you put it, um, put 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 out those calls for action. I suppose a difficult question, but a question that needs to be asked is when it comes to working with other partners who aren't social enterprises, but can provide so much value, so much um, um, leverage. Some people say that social enterprises and organisations which represent them can be at risk of sort of social greenwashing, as in a, a social washing equivalent of greenwashing. How do we, how do you, how does the sector itself um, protect itself so that its integrity is never, never compromised? I think that is a very good question. And I think one of the key things is just to maintain the spirit of what social enterprise is about i mean we believe that these are businesses which have to reinvest more than 50 percent of their profits into addressing core social and environmental missions these are missions which aren't just arbitrary they're not something that they decide on the day these are embedded into the core constitution of these businesses when they are founded when they adapt so i think it is about making sure that we we do have to be vigilant we have to be making sure that uh, when social enterprises come onto the scene, that they have these missions very clearly stated. Of course, that's what our members are expected to do. And in turn as well, we just want to make sure that other, I suppose, what you might call mainstream businesses, they begin to recognize and respect social enterprise as competitive business models, which are just doing things a little bit differently. And in turn, we hope that they can learn from them as well and that they begin to also consider their social and environmental impact of what they're doing and that they can you know continue to make the world that bit better of a place fantastic well <clears throat> that's a tremendous note to end on dean i really appreciate you joining us where can folk read the report in full 
You can find it on our Social Enterprise UK website in our Knowledge Center. Um, if you just go, go onto that website um, or, or even Google Social Enterprise UK, you will be able to find it. It is mission critical, the state of Social Enterprise 2023. Um, and we really do hope that everyone gives it a read and everyone begins to recognize and understand what Social Enterprise can be doing for them and their communities. Super. Well, Dean, thanks ever so much for joining us on the radio show and podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. We're open for Business Live. This is episode 392 of Business Live here on Sheffield Live FM and DAB Radio Online. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, I am Jamie Veach. That was Dean Hoshlaff of Social Enterprise UK talking about mission critical businesses, social enterprises and new data, new stats, new research from Social Enterprise UK. Now, one of the things that Dean mentioned there was about procurement. So it makes sense for us to turn to our next item, which is a consultation and identify to participate in a consultation if you are running a social enterprise or indeed a community enterprise. Um, the government, its Department for Energy Security and Net Zero, and its Department for Science, Innovation and Technology, they're developing, those two departments are developing a joint VCSE action plan, Voluntary Community and Social Enterprise Action Plan. The plan, they say, will identify and seek to address the barriers facing VCSE organisations in bidding and winning government contracts and grants. They would like you to participate in their survey and your responses will be used in drafting their plan and to identify actions that those departments should take to resolve issues. So if you want to do that, then you need to go to the survey page. It is a very long page. I can't read the full website address out on air, but I'm going to put it in the show notes. If you look up Business Live, Sheffield Live, Jamie Veach, then you'll be able to find a page about the website, uh, a page about this radio show and podcast. You'll be able to find today's show and you'll be able to find the show notes from which I link through not only to this survey, but also to lots of other things that we mentioned, like later on, we're flagging up some new grants, new funding for businesses and social enterprises, events, other things too. So if you want to take part in that consultation and have the Department for Energy Security and Net Zero and the Department for Science, Innovation and Technology to hear from you in their VCSE action plan, then look up the link in the podcast show notes. We're open for Business Live. There are loads of exciting events coming up in Sheffield and over the festive season. And of course, Christmas markets, they are offering seasonal food and drink, but also unique and often handmade or locally made gifts. So this weekend, the Firth Park Christmas Makers Market, that's on Saturday. And the Pollen Market, their festive edition, is on Sunday at Peddler Warehouse. And then next weekend, Walkley's Christmas Market and the Mearsbrook and Healy Christmas Yard Sales will both happen on Saturday the 16th of December. Um, the Millennium Gallery, which um, hosts its handmade Christmas gift um, shop, uh, raises purchase for the museum and galleries, free entry, um, selling loads of gifts, handmade in workshops and studios across Sheffield and across Yorkshire and Derbyshire too. Their Handmade for Christmas gallery shop is on until the 24th, Sunday the 24th, so all the way for very last minute. 
Christmas shopping. I've been reading, I've been reading about uh, another event, an actual exhi an exhibition, the City of Rivers exhibition, a new exhibition. It's on for a year now at the Western Park Museum. And it brings together stories and artwork and film and photography to talk about, to showcase Sheffield's relationship with its waterways. It's free to enter. There was a superb article in the Tribune about this this week as well and about Sheffield's relationship with its five rivers and how they have those rivers and the effect on the city. That's well worth a read if you are a Tribune reader or subscriber, which is a local uh, local magazine I've flagged up a couple of times online, comes out via email and some, some superb, really good quality journalism coming out from them on a regular basis. But a lovely piece this week about the rivers of Sheffield. And the exhibition sounds like a must visit. We're open for business life. Time now for some grants and funding opportunities for businesses and social enterprises. First up, we have the UK Shared Prosperity Fund Business Productivity and Digitisation Grant Scheme. Now, this is for small to medium-sized enterprises. And if you are running one here in the city, then and you have business premises here in Sheffield, you're not home-based, you can fund at least half of your pro project, you are financially viable and you need this grant to make something happen, and... Um, various other criteria, then you may be eligible to apply for a digital innovation grant of between £2,500 and £5,000 or a productivity grant of between £2,500 and £12,499. So two different grant streams here for productivity and for digital innovation. At the moment you can apply for either one or for the other. You have to be able to pay at least a, the same amount um, as your grant towards your project. So if you're applying for £2,500, you need to be able to uh, fund £2,500 yourself. But these grants could help you um, in terms of um, reviewing what's driving your business and what's holding you back, developing ways to increase productivity, uh, measure that productivity, and lots of other things too in terms of digital innovation and productivity. You need to take a look at the Business Productivity and Digitisation Grant Scheme page on the sheffield.gov.uk, the Sheffield City Council's website. It's in the business section. For full details and um, of uh, criteria, eligibility and how to apply. Next up, grants are available. Organisations are invited to apply for Sheffield-based arts, cultural and heritage organisations to deliver creative programmes of outreach, engagement and participation in the city between March 2024 and March 2025. So you're invited, if you are an appropriate organisation, a Sheffield-based arts, cultural or heritage organisation, invited to submit a proposal for arts-led community engagement activity designed to benefit communities in areas of Sheffield with low levels of arts engagement. Site Gallery is working with Sheffield City Council to manage this Sheffield Creative Communities Fund. Grants of up to £30,000 available. 
application pack details and more are on the sitegallery.org website. Deadline for applications, Tuesday the 9th of January at midday. We're open for business life. Next up, this is for businesses. It's the Government Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Grant for staff and fleets. It provides small and medium-sized businesses money against the cost of installing electric vehicle charge points and any other supporting infrastructure for their staff and fleet vehicles. So, if you need to install multiple charge points, sockets for example, it will give you money off the cost of the building and installation work. It can be sockets that you want to install now, um, it can cover things like wiring and posts, and it covers 75% of the cost of the work, up to a maximum of £15,000. You can get up to £350 per charge point socket installed, up to £500 per parking space enabled with supporting infrastructure to support electric vehicles. You can get up to five grants across five different sites. There are eligibility criteria. You've got to be... Um, this is for UK businesses, UK registered businesses with 249 employees or fewer than that. And full details, including the eligibility criteria, are on the gov.uk website in their Find Government Grants Service section. We're open for business life. OK, a couple more. We have flagged these two grant programmes up before, but it's worth doing so again. First of all, the Youth Music Next Gen Fund offers young creatives grants of up to £2,500 to make your ideas happen. This is for early stage musicians and wider music-adjacent creatives. So it's aimed at people in the music industry or next to it. And it's aimed at people whose lack of finance is holding them back from pursuing their goals. It's for 18 to 25 year olds, but it's also open to up to 30 year olds who identify as deaf or disabled. The closing date is the 19th of January. The details are at youthmusic.org.uk. Look up the Next Gen Fund. We then have, and again this is one we flagged up before, um, a funding opportunity aimed at community interest companies, so a specific type of social enterprise, also charities and universities. This is the Armed Forces Families Fund Supporting Partners Programme and they want to fund projects that will improve support for service partners and spouses regarding the skills and experiences they bring to the workplace. With grants of £30,000 to £80,000 available, the closing date for that is the 25th of January 2024. Um, details of that I will link through to that from the show notes and all the other grants and funding opportunities that we've mentioned today. So look up Business Live, Sheffield Live, Jamie Veach, and you should find the show. And then you can find the show notes for today's episode really, really easily, and we will link through to everything. We're open for Business Live. You've been listening to episode 392 of Business Live here on Sheffield Live, DAB and FM Radio, and online and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jamie Veach. Today we were joined by Dean Hoshlaff of Social Enterprise UK talking about new data, new stats about social enterprises, their role in society. Pretty impressive. They want them to be even bigger and have some calls to action. One of those, of course, is for us all to go and buy from social enterprises. So 
plenty of those where you can get Christmas or festive gifts from. We're wrapping up today's show here, going into some music after this, so that's it for the show. We've covered lots of funding opportunities today as well for businesses and for social enterprises. Plenty of new ones there. And of course, last week we heard from Arno Nichols and Al Para of Blocks, a social enterprise, a maker's paradise, an open access factory. It was pretty interesting to hear about that on the show. If you missed that, catch the podcast. They talk about their, how they um, developed Blocks and how it's gone from strength to strength since moving location, winning lots of awards, how it is a social enterprise and how the business um, makes that turns out into something tangible in terms of who it supports. Of course, it's a feast of other episodes of the podcast to listen to. This year we've heard from Naomi Holston. She's a status quo smashing CEO with lots of leadership and culture lessons. We've heard about how to get a job in the video games industry uh, from um, a couple of people on an apprenticeship program, Eva and Ruth. That was fascinating. We've heard also about how to understand money from the Financial Times journalist Claire Barrett and we've heard from the CEO of Alpkit, a business that sells outdoor equipment and has been working very hard to slash its greenhouse gas emissions and reduce carbon intensity. Those are just a few of the episodes that we've had this year. Um, always a pleasure to hear from interesting people doing interesting work. Why don't you check them out, but also why don't you put yourself forward if you'd like to be on the programme. You can send me an email, jamie at sheffordlife.org. We'd always love to hear from you, whether you're based here in Sheffield, South Yorkshire or further afield. We cover plenty of things going on here, plenty of things going on uh, well beyond the city. We're always interested in things that resonate with curious entrepreneurs and social entrepreneurs like you. So that's it for the programme this week. Thanks ever so much, Sheffield Live, for putting us out on DAB Radio and FM Radio. Thank, thank you, for Dean, for a super interview. And thank you for listening to the programme. We will be back on air next week, so catch us then. Sheffield Live. Made in Sheffield. Made by you.